When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? It's John Boy and Jake Radio. It is Friday, May 10th. May the 10th. Be better than the 9th, they like to say. Jake's 6th to 9th favorite month of the year. And uh, we're late to the show. We apologize. I apologize. I uh, held everyone up. Jake, how are you doing? You've kept saying the May month thing, and it might be higher than that. Like May is a pretty good month. Oh, okay. Well, you've never corrected me, so I just thought I was I was around with like well, six to nine. Well, assumptions are dangerous, Jim. They make um, out of a, a, they make an ass out of you and you. You gotta just pay the refs in Game Seven. That's the only way to not make an assumption these days. Seeing your dirty sharks hat on again. Um, happy Friday. Uh, you're having a morning. Yeah. Well, I knew we were going to be delayed because yesterday the Yankees decided not to have a, an early game on Getaway Day. Getaway Day is also podcast day, so we recorded Talking Yanks. Also, Six Pack Cinema I got to edit. So I was up till 2.30 editing and posting you know, shows. So I knew I was going to let myself sleep in and we were going to do the show a little later. Katie's not feeling well. She got a sore throat, which then I kind of woke up with a sore throat. And, and uh, Katie... She, when Katie gets sick, she gets sick hard. It's adorable, but then she doesn't like it that I laugh and smile at her because she's right. just like, ooh, <laughs> cracks me up. Anyway, so I had to go get uh, some medicine for her, which I'm always bad at. I messed it up. Just she takes medicine that I've never taken. I'm not a huge medicine guy. It's water and ibuprofen for me. Sure. She prescribes to like all the other stuff, which I just never dabbled in. Like one time I had to buy her cough syrup and I messed it up. Another time I had to buy her Benadryl and I messed it up. Uh, this Today I had to buy her Mucinex and I messed that up. So, so what? what's your argument? Uh, no, oh, nothing. I'm just dumb. Okay, just want to make sure. I'm just, it just reminds me of my dad a lot. Where I'm standing there. This is my dad's life. Uh, right. And it's, it's my, maybe it's a lot of men's lives uh, or women. The dumb person in the relationship, whoever that be. I go to the store to buy her medicine while she's sick, and I stand in the aisle, Jake, and I scan the 15 different kinds of Mucinex, and I go, I have no idea what the normal one is. I have no idea which one she likes. Right. I'm, there's, there's 15 options. I have, the odds of me getting the wrong one are so high. Right. And then eventually I just try and pick the one that I think fits what she's got going on 
and it looks like the most normal popular one. And I got it wrong. So yeah, got to uh, got to read a little bit. I um, I, obviously this is a huge struggle for me with the not caring and um, the way those stores are set up. It is a trap because um, you do get a lot of different versions. There's three different places. That you, my problem is there's three different places you can find everything, and it's always going to be the last place I look. Um, like I know there's a chance it's in this aisle, this aisle, this aisle. Um, it's always going to be the last one, and then you have to do the option game. Um, my my last time going to Walgreens or one of those stores when we needed something, um, and, and no, my normal Walgreens run is like deodorant, uh, razor blades, um, and then I usually walk out with like a protein par Gatorade just because I mean so is life. Uh, formerly AAA batteries, no more. Got the rechargeable AAAs. Hey, hey. So life's pretty good. But you throw out the friendly, like, hey, going to Walgreens. You need something. Jesse hit me with the makeup remover. Sounds like a shower. Just say, oh, yeah, we got one of those. It's called a shower. I, uh... I mean, I... I think I sent back LOL. <laughs> I like if you if you think I'm getting back the product you want, you know that's insane, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I might I might have to dig through the text because th- th- there was something else too, and it, there was two products, and it was like I'm guaranteed going over on this, like, and you know that, like, it's almost it's almost like what's up. Um, so I walked in, basically planning on giving the like. This just wasn't happening. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. You know this, and I know this. Like, I'm sorry, but I could not help you with this. But I walked into Walgreens, and it was kind of empty. And that's a big twist. Um, that is a big twist. Um, it depends how many people are in Walgreens, slash CVS, slash Rite Aid, whatever your, whatever your poison is. Because if it's mobbed in there, it's, oh, my God, head down, let's get out of here ASAP. If it's, if it's got some freedom, you can breathe a little bit. So I walk in, it was empty, and uh, a friendly lass, as I walked in, was like, can I help you find anything? It's <laughs> like, absolutely you can. I was like, you know what, let's do the dance today. And I just like blurted out, I was like, makeup remover. And she was like, what kind? I was like this this is your burden now i told you what i want yeah um so i got that i forget what the other thing was but i mean i i honestly was probably peacocking for about a week um that i brought back 80 percent of the right items that were needed yeah that's good that's a good it's a good call huge hit rate i mean i have my things too so like if i was to tell katie to go get me deodorant or like shaving cream and she brought home gel deodorant and foam shaving cream i'd i'd be like this isn't i don't like this but i just i wouldn't say it i just use it anyway right uh then jake i went to dunkin donuts which is across the street which the dunkin donuts on the island they just hired a bunch of crackheads that have no idea what's going on they get confused by my order every single time which is a large iced coffee black nice bottles my mind that people will get confused by that and i asked for a turbo shot and uh, then the guy goes, whoa, uh, 
all coffee with a turbo shot. Someone's looking to get wired. And I said, mm-hmm. so, yep, that's the goal. That's a nice voice. You almost did a fun Jake voice there. And he, he said, I said, that's the goal. And he said, you really want to get wired. You got to go outside the box. Ooh, and I okay. Said, yeah. <laughs> Let I me said, in. I said, ah, nice. And he said, I'm talking about that illegal stuff. And I was like, I know, buddy. And then I walked out because I don't want to have that conversation with you. I do. See, that's where you're missing out. Those are the conversations. That's life. <laughs> that's <laughs> no, those conversations you, are life. Baby. You would have you would have walked out. You don't want to have a crackhead offer you crack. Uh, well, I, I'm not going to agree with you there. Uh, so I, wa- I I lead the conversation as far as I can for him to invite me into the back room, and then I say I would, buddy. Gotta go though. <laughs> I just laugh. And then every oh. time I go to my local coffee shop, I get offered crack, and, and I, I like that, and I'd brag about it on this podcast. <laughs> I went across the street to get a bagel, a breakfast sandwich, uh, support the local local place, not Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, so I go across the street to this place that just opened up because the summer's just coming around. They have the card reader out, so I look at that, and I'm like, okay, they accept card, great. I make my order. I go to pay. He's like, oh, our card reader's broken, just cash only. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. Tell me that up front. You got a card reader sitting right there. So then I had to walk. a card reader. I had to go I walk back to Rite Aid. I bought Katie some 100 grand bars uh, to get nice. cash back. We, Me and him, we, we laugh because the bagel place is now selling sushi, and we're like, who the fuck's going to eat that or trust that? Like, that's right. what, what's going on there. And uh, we're laughing, and in that Who laughing, brought up the sushi. Me, I was, I was, I was telling them like I need cash back for the bagel place, blah blah. blah. And then I was like, you know, they're selling sushi now. And then the people at Rite Aid were like, they're selling sushi. And oh, I, like, I thought you said you were talking about this at the bagel place. No, we went back to Rite Aid okay. to get cash back. I thought, I thought it was post cash back. You went back to the sushi bagel place, and they were laughing that they were like, yeah, yeah we're selling sushi now. What the hell is this? <laughs> I'll finish this up real quick. Uh, so I go to get cash back, but we're talking, we're having fun. I forget to hit the cash back button. So now I've just bought 200 grand bars for just buying them. No cash back. So nice. I'm like, fuck. So I grab a 35 cent caramel and I say, okay, let's buy this and get cash back. It right. works. And he goes, ah, oh, shit, this register's empty. <laughs> it's like, no, it's like, oh, what the fuck? So he's like, yeah, this is the backup because it was a line. So I go to the next one. Buy the caramel, get cash back, walk back across the street to the bagel place. And the weirdest part was he offered me another bag, and I didn't get that. Like, the bagel was in a bag. I grabbed it. He goes, do you want another bag? And I almost wanted to ask, what would I use it for? (laughs) Like, why would I need another bag? Sometimes you need another bag, man. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, that was my morning. But but it's it's, uh, perfect sweater weather out. Like, I'm in shorts and a hoodie, and that's the ideal. Sweater. Sweater. Sweather. That's what you said. I think that's I think that's all you need. Sweather. It's sweather out. Okay. Sweather. Right. And uh and I got my you turbo. You created coffee. a word, bud. Yeah. Celebrate. Have a caramel or something. I think I gave it to Katie. Oh God, you're such a lush. That was my morning. Let's do sports. How, well, how are you feeling your... about Shit. it? Shit. Wait, we gotta do our you gotta give me your score for yesterday and we gotta yesterday. Do this. So we fast. win series no. recap. Um, shoulder still hurt. Didn't work out. Uh, dog went to day camp, got the apartment clean. Dog still tired from day camp. That's good. Watch basketball. It was a six. I think it's your best day this week. My bets have been Nostradamus lately. 
Yeah, people have been calling you uh, the ugly Nostradamus. The ugly, the ugly, short, fat Nostradamus. Jake, I hate when you're mean to yourself. No, those are what people are saying. Solid six. Cool. I had a really good day yesterday. Nice. We did some stuff. My cousin AJ came. Haven't seen him in a while, so that was good to reconnect. Yeah. Uh, my grandma got rid of her dog, which is very sad for my grandma, but good right. for my grandma because she was basically a battered wife living in fear of her own tiny little miniature poodle, who is the biggest bitch ever. Um, right. I mean, if you've if you've listened to this show, any show, or met me, I think you had to have run into a my grandma's dog is the worst story. Um, yeah. So like. Georgie was leaving, and they're like, do you want to go say goodbye? Georgie's been in our lives for nine years, and I said, no. I hate that dog. Right. So I feel bad for my grandma. She's lonely. But that was a good day. Um, had lunch with my aunts. And then the Yankees win. We do a podcast. I like doing all that stuff. 6.6. Uh, 6. No, 6.7. How about that? Nice. Nice. All right. Let's, let's move on to the sports. Desportes. Here is your Tri-State Minute. The wheel don't come off the car. The Yankees beat the Mariners 3-1, win the series 3-1. Hap, the bullpen, Urshela, and Mabe, and two guys that Cashman traded nothing for are the heroes. It's fun in Yankee land right now. 5-2, and two, they go on to play the Rays for a battle of first place down in Tampa. The Mets have an off day. Did they have an off day yesterday, Jake, before hosting Miami today? Yes, of course, they have a game today. It's Friday. Landon Collins is talking shit. Says the Redskins got the best quarterback and the Giants will regret their decision. The Jets open minicamp and they're calling it Orientation Day. Which is kind of what you and I said. Like, it's not mini yeah. camp. It's just Happy orientation day. Yeah, so that's good. And Tim, Tim Tebow is hitting 131 in AAA. Chad Green, Yankees reliever, struck him out on three pitches a week ago, and we missed it. No, I watched that video. T- I-, I watched that video. I shared it. Uh, all I missed. When, when that video surfaced of Chad Green striking out Tim Tebow a week ago, I, I like quote tweeted it, and I said, I can't believe Tim Tebow is spending his days as a minor leaguer still. Yeah. It's almost impressive because it does mean he just loves baseball, but it's so weird because he never played it. Like, he played football. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. whole thing blows my mind. Uh, I, you know, God wills it with Big Timmy. Um, he, he had a big, uh, he had a pinch hit game winning double yesterday. So maybe that sparks his season. Uh, yeah. We'd love if he gets a major league at bat, uh, would be must watch TV, which we always support. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you actually think about it in the grand scheme, I mean, Timmy can make so much money doing so many different things because he's he's like riding the bus famous and he's just playing triple a baseball in the beautiful northeast in april um but so, i mean triple so, a baseball it's the most humbling league every league tim's played in has been humbling to be fair though yeah but you get what i'm saying like you're riding around in a bus playing in front of People who are not there to watch you. 
They're just there because it's a place that sells tickets with seats. Anything could be going on in the middle of the field. They're well, kind of there to watch Tim. They were, but yeah. I don't know if they still are. <laughs> now that might that might even be the bad part about it. Yeah. And and it's a sport where if you get out 75% of the time, that's good. So it's a humbling right. sport. What's he doing? He's trying to make the Mets, man. Dude, I think he likes... And I'm not trying to say this as a knock at all because it's a really good characteristic, but I think he likes the almost like the pasture pasture act part of it. Like he's traveling bus to bus, spreading the good word in different cities to different kids and like being nice because he's you ever watch people that meet him like when he doesn't know he's being filmed. He's like super, super nice. I've got a question for you. Knowing the Mets, that organization as a whole, Tim Tebow, the whole story, like, what are the odds Tim Tebow plays professional baseball? Um, Like, would you put it at 5%? Like, if the Mets season goes downhill and it's like, well, we might as well call up Timmy, sell a couple tickets, would you call it 5%? No. I'd go higher. Okay. Well, the Mets have to be out of it. If the Mets are out of it... Right, which is possible. <laughs> if the Mets are out of it when rosters expand... Right. Why, I, I'd almost say, like, why wouldn't you call Tebow up? You don't need, right. You could use him as a pinch hitter once, but just to say, we, Tebow's up. Like, I don't know, but then you become a headline team. But I think you want to be a headline team and sell tickets and stuff. And that's, that's where, Jim, I, I know it's... I feel like the the pastor stuff and and all of the other side Timbo Timbo stuff that is I mean <laughs> it's all actually really nice and great stuff. <laughs> He's like one of the more genuine good guys there's ever been. <laughs> um Jimmy, if I told you today that you could go make 40,000 bucks playing minor league baseball and there's a 20% chance you're going to be called up and be on the Mets roster for half a month. <laughs> uh, see ya, bud. <laughs> like, you're going. I'm not doing that. It's playing professional baseball. It's the chance to play. It's the chance to have a major league hit. To if be I had baseball if, reference I mean, if I forever. Had, if I had any skill, I, I that does not call my name. Maybe seven years ago. But if you had t- even Tim Tebow's skill to, yeah, to sure. hit. To hit at a one a one twenty clip, like sure. you're doing it. Yeah, if I had Tim Tebow skill, but you know? I, don't, I don't. I wouldn't do that. Right, but he's also in really good shape from his other practices and stuff like that. Um, but I, if you were in Tim Tebow's shoes, I think you could throw out some of the pastor stuff and that stuff. And if I was maybe in Tim Tebow's sh- twist, but he I'll, can play Major League Baseball. If I was, if in he Tim- basically stays healthy and the Mets are bad in September, which they normally are, he gets to play. Major League Baseball. But you're forgetting the biggest part. Tim Tebow had options to play NFL football, just not quarterback. He had options to play quarterback in Canadian Football League. I would have taken those if I'm Tim Tebow. Yeah, the uh, the quarterback thing becomes the interesting conversation. And then um, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's a top league or bust guy. Yeah, whatever. So he's still doing that thing. And the Yankees won. Do you want to share anything? Cash God, doing good things. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, just uh, just uh, who are these Yankees? Are still uh, still kind of racking up some dubs. We'll uh, we'll see. We're we're gonna see some really good baseball this weekend, uh, in the circus tent in Tampa. That place blows. Yes. Oh, Landon Collins talking shit. Do you care about this? What's the full quote? Um, I I think it's a little funny because um. I think if this was just a a, re- a regular Redskins player, you'd be like, "Yeah, I mean, what's what's a Redskins player gonna say?" Yeah, we got the best quarterback. We love our guy. Blah blah blah. Landon Collins, <laughs> just coming from the Giants, who declined to pay him and are now getting paid by the Redskins. It's like, yeah, this is the most obvious <laughs> situation of all time. Yeah. I don't care that he said this. He's got to pump up his quarterback. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's funny. It's almost funny that it is news because it's, it's a classic. Yeah, I mean, Landon Collins is obviously going to say this. Um, I, the happiest news, man, because we were all over this when the Giants did their mini camp. The Jets changed it. They're calling it orientation. They're, they're going to do, you know, slap a couple pads and look nice and stuff. But it's basically a meet and greet, and I'm glad the, the Jets are being open about that. Team Jets. Yeah, we did have a lot of fun with that. Who was the, who was the standout guy? I'm blanking on his name. DeAndre. Uh, the the corner from Georgia. Um, not Barrett, not Lawrence. Is it Barrett? No. I don't know. Whatever. Uh-huh. Baker. That's, there's good. DeAndre Baker. DeAndre Baker. Calling it orientation. Good job, the Jets. Good job, the Jets. You've, <laughs> you've figured out <laughs> one thing. <laughs> Let's go to the National Minute. Sixers, 76ers win at home. Everyone was shocked because they got killed the game before, but if you listen to Poppy Gordo, you knew that was a punt game. Sixers win at home for Game 6, Game 7, Sunday in Toronto. Portland wins at home for Game 6, Game 7, Sunday in Denver. Seth Curry, a little brawl, Jim, at the end of that game. Seth Curry calls the Nuggets sassy in the most Curry Brothers trash talk ever. Tony Romo is playing in the Byron Nelson Classic. We forgot about golf for a while. Albert Pujols, I know machine, I just, Albert, gets his 2,000th RBI, one of three players to ever do it. The fan keeps the ball, is a human idiot because he doesn't do any of the locker room stuff, and the ball doesn't get verified, so the ball is useless to him. Bruins, Boston, Titletown, get the duck boats ready. They take game one of the Eastern Conference Hockey Finals against Carolina. And the big news tonight will be Golden State at Houston, game six. Did you see the picture of the guy who caught the Albert Pools ball? Uh, no. Hot body handsome face or what? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. What should I, what should I Google? I Googled Albert Pools. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah. Tigers fan with this, one of the sloppier looks you can, you can have. That dude. Yeah. That dude sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that dude, uh, 
Yeah. His house has an aroma. A lot that's of... a really that's a really good way to describe this guy. Okay. I'm you glad. walk into his apartment and you could be you could be bird boxing it and you know exactly where you are. Yeah. There's only one place in the world that smells like that, and it's his apartment. Someone said to show it on the screen since they're watching on their phone. Let me see if He's I can... got a grosso beard going on, grosso hair, um, tigers, tigers not even jersey. Like, it's just a shirt that says tigers, I think, and like a... Just a lazy hoodie. Here we go. Like, it's on the, if you're watching on the screen now, there's that's what he looks like. Just unkempt. 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 Anyway, he caught Albert Pujols' record ball and refused to give it back nor have it authenticated, so it's worth nothing now. This is what he said. I'm reading this for the first time. I did not know it when it was hit. I had just gotten to my seat. I had been there like eight seconds, and boom. I know about it now, obviously. I don't know. It's been a rat race so far, but I've got a brother who's a huge St. Louis Cardinals fan, so I might give him the best gift ever. Where do you stand on that? Like, it's, his brother is a diehard number one Albert Pujols fan. No, because you just go meet Albert Pujols, and you have him sign everything in the world, and it's fine. There's there's no out. Dude sucks. I don't know, man. Like, whatever. I don't get keeping a ball. Right. I'm such Have you a kept pack a ball ra- from a game before. When I was a little kid, we talked about this on Talking Yanks. When I was a little kid, I had all of right. them. They're gone now. Well, he's using his brother on that. Yeah. Well, I think his brother's is his age. Maybe or older. Because Albert Pujols is an old dude. Um, but, like, yeah, what's better? A ball on your bookshelf or a memory of meeting Albert Pujols, going in the clubhouse, getting free tickets for a game, money? Like, it, yeah, at, like, Albert Pujols' 2,000th RBI, which, I mean... It's in baseball feats is cool, but you say it and it doesn't sound cool at all. No, I don't really um, care about that. That's what. It, well, if it was like, you know, the seven fifteen home run that broke Henry Aaron, like okay, you you start to get. I mean, that's cool at least. Like two thousand RBIs. Eh. Um, but yeah, you you just you totally screwed this up. Fix it. Thirty three year old law student. About that. Well, his brother might be happy. We probably would have been happier just to meet out pools. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Bummer. What else? What else is on the news here? Seth Curry's calling the the Nuggets sassy. Yeah, there was a little uh, cl- classic little NBA playoff uh, tussle there. Uh, guy went down. He like bumped into um bumped into Will the Thrill Barton. Barton gave Seth. The classic finger in the face. The classic don't touch me finger in the face. And then we had the mini skirmish. And, I mean, just, it's an all-time Curry brother quote calling calling the other team sassy. 
It's kind of a good quote. Cause it's a great quote. I love it. What do you if you get called sassy, that's you're you're trying to be like badass and angry and just to have someone else just be like, Oh, it's quit being sassy. Yeah, I ain't sassy, sassy, I'm mad. <laughs> it's like, oh, that, oh you're, we, you're so sassy. We, ta- we talked about it yesterday, uh, with uh, is the locker room divided thing. Uh you call someone sassy, there's not really a good comeback from that. If you come back and be like, no, dude, we're not sassy. And you're like, well, that, even that sounded a little sassy. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Sass, sassy. Sass kitten. You ever been called sassy? Uh, No, I think my sister got all the sass. Oh, wow. What have you been called? Sexy? Uh, Few and far between, I'd say um, Do you remember when we went to that gas station in Pennsylvania When we were driving cross country And you were dressed up as a cat Because it was the morning after Halloween And the lady at the cash register in this podunk town in Pennsylvania said Oh, what are you for Halloween? And you leaned over and said I'm a sexy cat Yeah <laughs> Scared the hell out of her <laughs> yeah, I didn't scare the hell out of her I mean, she's oh. got a story to tell, too Yeah um, But, uh yeah, no, I I don't know. I there's it, there's a there's a wide range of opposite words. Like you either get eccentric over the top Jake or you kind of get pulseless Jake. Ooh. Dead. 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 Dead suffering from a major case of deadness. Bruins win. Romo is playing in golf. Yeah. Anything else you need to talk about here? Uh, not really. I mean, we'll circle up on bed of the day, but, uh, I, I mean, I pegged last night's two NBA games, check the tapes on it. Um, these, these two series were going seven games from the start. Um, Jimmy, my hot take, all time hot take. Um, I just think Golden State wins tonight. I, I've been beating the drum on this from the start. Everyone's freaking out about out Durant. Free money. Did you hear that? Um, I think uh, I think Golden State just wins tonight, and that's why they're an all-time great team. And we'll look back and say like Houston was good. Okay, good call. Uh, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit of my hot take slash you lean into a hot take when there's an opportunity for Is it. Is saying Golden State wins a hot take? What's changed? Yeah, it- dude. Pe- people are saying that. Go- this is like the the most vulnerable Golden State's ever been. Like they're done. Durant's not going to play. Blah blah blah. And like I just think. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson have proved proven what they can do. Splash Brothers, the Splash Bros. Uh, some people call them the Trash Bros, dude. Um, I thought that then, was uh, Houston Astros. Chris Paul's been awful, and I mean, if they're a James Harden bad game away from Houston losing, and I, as like, a casual just, basketball observer, is uh, Chris Paul like a bummer? Um. So there's two different things with Chris Paul. He's one of the most fun and entertaining and good basketball playing point guards there's ever been when he's right. Um, He's in this weird stage right now where his contract is about to get really bad for where he's at in life. And he's kind of on the wrong team in Houston. Like he's, he's playing, he's being a shooting guard. (laughs) He's a guy that's going to be a hall of fame point guard. He's playing shooting guard right now. Um, and, dude, so the other side is also that his antics have become just the straight worst. That's what I, that's what, that's what I see the most of. The absolute worst. And it, when you're playing well, and this goes back to the winning kind of cures everything, and if you're good, it, it covers it up. 
like you you can get away with it like oh Chris Paul's an NBA superstar yeah he complains and he flops here and there but it is what it is it's gotten like so brutally bad and uncomfortable um so that sucks good stuff let's go to halftime you got any you got any halftime updates for everyone you excited for the weekend um no who's dying in thrones this weekend dude I'm so not excited for Thrones anymore at all. It's almost like I have to watch it out of just just I've put in my time. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I don't need to see the next two episodes anymore. Uh, See, I'm going to disagree with you because it's need. Need is the key word. I think want. Like, there was such a want. Like, yes, give me this Thrones back. Now it's turned into need. Like, I, all right, I'm going to need to watch these just because I need to. Um, but yeah, man, it's kind of, that's, that's where I was last week. I was just like, so drained from the first three that it was like, all right, like, like right now we're in game of Thrones is a baseball hitter in a slump. Like, you're just like, wow, this is tough to watch. Just give me something like, give me something good that I can bite into and be like, oh, wow. You hit a double in the gap. Nice. Um, like that's what we need from Thrones. This has been the one they've been hyping up. Um, <laughs> after game, <laughs> after episode three was a dud, they were hyping up this one. I think we're gonna get a lot of deaths. That's the assumption. Yeah, my thing is Cersei, your girl, Chen. I like Cersei. Like I'm rooting for Cersei and Sansa, but <sighs> it's been bad. Like I liked the last episode more than the first three. But right. because of how squeezed this season has been, right. I still look at episode two and I just get straight angry that that's what they did with their time. Right. Agree. Agree. Like you, and you can, st- you can take that concept and still use it and have it be fun for half an episode even, but a full episode. It's like, what? There was nothing. What was this? Um... So yeah, we'll uh we'll see. I don't know. Not not a hot take. I, I think Arya goes down this week. Um I think Whoa. she's the biggest one to go down. But I think we get a lot of deaths. Yeah. Whoa, that was nuts, Jake. Oh yeah. You watched uh there's a new show on HBO called Chernobyl. That's it's a mini series, so it's only one season, which are so much better because they have a finite ending planned. Right. Watch the watch the first half of the episode is pretty good, but uh, I don't know if uh, I don't. You don't like start new shows, but you should maybe check out Chernobyl. Whoa! Well, um, you don't start new shows at the same pace as I do. I should say. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a mini series. It's not it's not starting Mad Men, um, and B. Yeah, I mean my I, it looks really well made, and the commercials and stuff look pretty awesome. I I think the the part that worries me the most is like. Uh, I just like really knowing a lot of the details of Chernobyl because right now, right now in my head, like Chernobyl is like a bad page in a textbook in high school that was like, wow, they did something really bad. And now I feel like I'm going to learn the whole story and be like, wow, humans fucking suck. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. So I'm going to finish my circus doc today, too. 
Nice. Oh, I watched this documentary. I know I just blew a whistle. I watched this documentary called um, "The Man, The Perfect Bid," and it's about this guy. Oh, it's about this guy who studied Prices Right for decades. Jake, he had a. Okay. I saw you tweet about this. Yeah, he had an Excel sheet of like every prize that went up because they would reuse the same prize. Right. So every prize, there was like you know, sedan, four door, with all the options, and then the price. So he just, and then he just memorized every prize, and then he would go on the show. He got he, dude. It was so it's so sad and awkward because this dude dedicated his life to it. And part of me is like, okay, do what makes you happy. He didn't win any money himself. He won a couple. He went to like thirty tapings, and he would just help people from the crowd because he knew the exact price. So he he helped other people win. That guy didn't give him credit. Then they like sh- cut to Drew Carey talking about it, and he's just like, "Yeah, that guy, fucking weirdo in the crowd, ruined it for everyone." <laughs> and it's like his point of pride. Everyone right. else is like, "No, kind of creepy." That was that was his giving back, and it was weird and bad. Weird and bad. All right, let's go to the news. I read the news today, oh boy, and though the news was rather sad. Well, it's 6 o'clock. Time for the news. A Tennessee judge posted a link on Facebook saying that he thinks Jews should get the fuck over the Holocaust. Cost. Can't say that. Bad thing to say. You're a bad guy. Uh, BBC's Danny Baker tried to one-up him and compared the royal baby Archie to a chimp. Meghan Markle's kid can't say that. He says, I fucked up badly. You sure did. You sure did. Why do these people have the ability to say these things into microphones? A woman accidentally drops her phone in the sea and a whale returns it to her. No, it didn't. A man fleed the police telling his dog to attack, but his pit bull turned and bit his butt instead. And a park in Berlin has marked fixed places where drug dealers can stand and do their job. I read the news today, oh boy. It wasn't a lot, so I had to include those first two, but it basically like, what are you doing? What'd you, what? Yeah, I, I, I mean, the, the Holocaust thing, like, no. Like, such, such, no. Um, I mean, I, I, you feel like there could be something there with the BBC guy trying to make a, a joke about a baby being a little monkey, but like, it's... Like not probably not gonna hit, didn't it? And not good. Um, you don't think? I'm so Jimmy. I I uh, <laughs> your reaction to the whale article made me made me need to click it, and I need you to click it because I need you to look at the photo they opened up with. Okay, woman accidentally drops phone and see, and a whale returns it, and it's just a stock image. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a stock image of a woman holding her head going, oh, my God. A stock photo of a woman pretending to be shocked is what they opened that article with. Dude, you remember the turtle article? That that reporter never responded to me. Kind of a crock of shit, huh? What was her name? Sabrina Shutters? It sounds like you knew it. I think it was Sabrina Shutters. I'm going to go te- check that out. So let's see who wrote this article. Uh, written by Courtney Pochin. And she writes, Earlier this week, 
Ina Mansika from Norway went down to the coast in Hammerfest with some friends in hopes of spotting a very special creature. The group were on the lookout for a beluga whale that has been lingering in the sea. But while waiting on the dock to catch a glimpse of the animal in question, her phone fell out of her pocket and into the water. The young woman assumed the device was lost to her forever. But then something absolutely incredible happened. Mansika's phone to her was returned moments later by the very same whale she'd come to see. Well, I will say this. Beluga whales are incredibly smart and they interact with humans. And there's a video of the whale returning the phone. It did happen. It's got the phone in its mouth, comes to the surface, and gives her the phone. Poop on my face. Wow. There's a real thing that happened, Jake. And it's like, how do you not open with that? Instead, you open with a shocked woman stock photo? That's, that is super cool. You have internet gold on your hands. A whale returning a phone to a woman. And you open with the stock photo of a shocked person? <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's on the editor, right? I, I mean, I don't know how the mirror.co.uk operates, but come on. Yeah, yeah, man. That's, I mean, the video is so cool. Just put that at as the lead. Do you know that I, I went to uh, Mystic Museum? Aquarium. Aquarium. And I have a video on YouTube... I'll send it to you right here. Send it to me right in here. Because it's not on this YouTube account. It was on a different YouTube account. I'll send that to you right there. If anyone in the chat that's watching live wants to see it, it's this stupid video of a little girl sticking her tongue out at a beluga whale. I remember this. Yeah. This was, uh, who's your like fake once a year annual girlfriend? Was this with her? Um, no, it was with Kelly. Oh, Okay. Um, so I took this video and I put like some really dumb music behind it. <laughs> I disagree. I think it's great music. It's just like free music. And I put it on YouTube. Uh, I forget what I did this for. And it's a cool video. A girl, it only has 2,475 views, Jake. Right. Some company that makes like animal videos bought this i've got i got a thousand bucks from this video nice it only has 2400 views but yes some and zero comments <laughs> but somewhat some company that wanted to put it in their like beluga whale documentary or or something like that bought it from me for like a thousand bucks i mean it's just a good time you got a, a young little girl there sticking her tongue out at a beluga whale who he's like He's bringing it right back at her. It's a great time. Uh, that whale was named Juno, and I believe it passed away a couple years ago. Oh, man. They would have like a mariachi band come and play, and it would dance in the water to the music. So, yeah, Juno blue whales die? are fun. I'm not seeing any Juno death stuff here. What's the name of that aquarium? Mystic Aquarium. Beluga whale, Juno... Yeah, Juno Beluga Whale Mystic Aquarium. Uh, 
die. Yeah, I think that was Miki. Oh, it's dad? Yeah, I think Juno's still good. Cool. Good job, Juno. Whew. Did we dodge a bullet? Yeah. Juno made me a thousand bucks, all for just and that little girl. All I did was hold my GoPro up as another little girl played with a whale. Did you technically exploit a child? I don't know. I think, like, not technically, but I think p- people could say that. Okay. Well, I'll put that in the back. I definitely pocket. exploited that museum. Like, I feel like they could be like, that's our money. Yeah, that's. <laughs> this was at our museum, sir. <laughs> Aquarium. Aquarium. I, I hate to get tough on that, but. we. Oh, my God. Do you see that fly? Dude, I've got a fly in this room for a while now. I'm going to snap at some point. And just that was start a big one, man. Yeah. Oh, it's it's one fly. It's in here. Yeah. I got to do the Ben Stiller. I got to hunt it down and do the Ben Stiller technique and kill it. But that was a big old fly. It's loud. I just don't like when they're loud. Anyway, I mean, you're next, man. That's the second most powerful thing in that room. Zimmer's in here. I know. And there's some dugout mugs. He could eat all of those. It's coming down to you and the fly. All right. A uh, a man fleed the police and told his dog to attack, and the dog attacked him. Isn't this a scene from The Jerk? Um. Well, let's let's click the link and find out. I think there is something like that in The Jerk, right? He's like, not me, them. Yeah, that's got to be a. That's a bad feeling. Davis was with his pit bull and was carrying his hair care products. He was told by cops to lay on the ground, and he complied while hugging his dog. But a few moments after, he changed his mind and said, y'all going to have to kill us um, before running off with the animal. Davis was hit with a stun gun. Davis got up, ran off, let go of his dog before pointing at the officers and saying, kill him, boy, kill him. The dog instead attacked Davis, (laughs) biting him in the buttocks, then attempted to bite his head. Davis ran into his apartment to hide. Um, He was found hiding under an SUV, um, charged with aggravated assault on law enforcement and account of resisting an officer. Uh, The dog is being cared for until found a new home. That's a good story all around, huh? It kind of is, right? Like, everything worked out. Um, This is a movie scene. I don't know if it's a jerk where they tell the dog to attack. And the dog attacks them, and they say, not me, you idiot, them. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, that's a that's one of those moments as a dog owner. Like, you didn't do enough, man. In, in your moment, you... Because you, you didn't train your... You clearly didn't train your dog the point and kill command. So you were just throwing a Hail Mary that your dog would step up for you in this moment, and your dog said, fuck that. I'm going to take a couple jabs at you before I find a new home. Yeah. Sim, shut up. He's so, interested. I don't know what he did. Might have just got up and pooped. What about this uh, this crackhead story, Jake, in Berlin? Crackhead story? Uh, drug dealers. Uh, park in Berlin... Marks fixed places where drug dealers can stand. 
I mean, are these legal drugs? <laughs> no. So it's basically like, stand here so the cops can find you easier. That's not the intention. The intention of the park is like, we want the kids to feel safe. So if you're selling drugs, please go over here. But they didn't get, it's not legal drugs and the cops aren't okay with it. So <laughs> it's basically like, <laughs> stand here to get arrested, please, sir. I think it said like they have decriminalized some of it. Still seems very much like a trap. Like if you're a drug dealer and you're standing in that square that they marked off with chalk selling drugs and you get arrested for selling drugs, you're going to feel like a big dumb dumb. How'd you find me? Well, you're standing in, you know, the drug dealer square. So we just figured you might be selling drugs. Turns out you are. Now you're arrested. Shit. Should have thought of that when I started selling drugs in the drug dealer square. This is so ridiculous. I would I would stand half on, half over the line. And sell drugs? No. I just stand there and say, who am I? Yeah, that's how you get guilty. They show me the drugs and they plant drugs on you and arrest you just to get their things. That's your guy. Who got planted it. the drugs on me? The cops. Half of me was in the safe zone, though. I well, wasn't even in the other zone. Dude, they tackled you, planted, you're in jail. That's how the system works. You think I'm letting a cop tackle me fully into the drug side when I've been preparing for this all day, straddling the line? He tasered you first. I see him coming. Oh, no, 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 no. You saw I've got cameras set up. You saw that I've been planning my whole life for this. (laughs) I take the cop down, Jim. Now I sue them for tasering me. I'm rich. Problem solved. Next question. Where you sell your drugs at the next time? Oh, fuck. They got me. Thought you weren't selling selling drugs. drugs. I'm not selling drugs. If you could sell any drug, what would you go sell on a street corner? Um... Coffee. It's a good call. I was going to say Safe ibuprofen. Like if, if you went somewhere Safe where it's like men only. Because like moms and girlfriends always have ibuprofen in their purse. Right. So you got to go somewhere where there's that doesn't exist. And then just be the ibuprofen stand. Maybe a place where a lot of hungover people are. Denny's and like diners should just offer ibuprofen. Yeah, I think they have some of those like those those drug machines you never get drugs out of. I feel like you'd find those in a place like that. Oh yeah. I'm thinking of a waitress having that like coin dispenser they have in the arcade, you know? Right. right. And it's just ibuprofen and some like other pills, over the counter pills. You sit down at Denny's and you're like order a short stack and then you're like, Oh, you're looking pretty rough. Here's some ibuprofen. And then you get millions of tips. Just legalized shrooms in Denver. Yeah, you excited about that? Uh, not really. I haven't looked into it at all because I just assuming everything with the government. Like when they legalize weed places, it takes like a year and a half to get there. So I guess when I see my first like shroom store, I'll be like, okay, what's that? Um, oh my god, noodle! You want to do some shrooms, buddy? We got flying people again. Classic. Gonna be loud. Maybe I am on shrooms. Wow. Flying people. Flying people. 
come here, bud. You ever you ever thought about being a trapeze artist? No. Okay. Oh, dude, this is what I wanted to tell you. So I'm tell watching me. I'm tell watching me. this and then we'll do better the day. I'm watching the circus documentary on Netflix. Tell me you saw a Walenda family member. Dude, I'm watching the circus doc. I'm in heaven. I'm loving it. And then they just go, oh, and then the flying Walendas. And they yes. show me these motherfuckers walking over the Grand Canyon with no safety net in like 1910 and jumping on the tightrope. That's when it was real, man. And then they show the whole family. Dude, the whole family, like Nick Walenda's doing it now. His great, great, great grandfather started it in like 1890. I hate this whole family. It's Lieutenant Dan, just tightroping. I was like, come on, circus. I almost skipped because I really don't like them. I almost just hit the 30-second skip ahead. Like, I don't want to hear about the Wolendas. Oh, I know it. I'm not interested in watching you play Russian roulette. A lot of people are. I know. Sick fucks. Yeah. You want to watch someone risk their life today? Yeah, I'd love to see someone almost die. You want to bring up a YouTube video of someone giving birth? That's life. That's the opposite. How many times have you done that? Well, Projo always did it, but I I watched. I mean, you were... (laughs) If there's ever been an accomplice (laughs) 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 to get in trouble in the court of law, (laughs) you would have been the accomplice. Yeah, but that's a funny time. Hey, what are you guys doing? Uh, welcome to the pregame. We got a live birth on the big screen here. You want to sit down and watch? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of college potty is this? Who was that? I was our neighbor when he walked in that one time. Hey, turn it down. Turn it down. What the fuck are you guys watching? <laughs> <laughs> Just throws up, gets out of there. <laughs> Promise me you won't ever go over there. Uh, all right, let's do better. Better today, it's the better today. Better today, better today. Better the day, better the day, better the day. Jakey Jakey's back on his hot streaky. And I agreed with you yesterday. Yeah, because you know I'm hot. Yeah. He's hot. He's hot. He's now three and one on the week. And, and folks, since he started exclusively betting NBA playoff basketball, he is eight and one in his last Nine bets, eight and one. That is nothing to sneeze at. He's 45 and 39 overall. Highlight of his life. Can he keep this ride going? Or he or will he regress to the mean and mediocrity of his existence? Jake, what do you got? By the way, there's been two fake half bets in there that those have hit. It was the Bucks at the Celtics and the Sixers last night. So I mean, it's uh, so, there's something happening here. Yeah, what, what, it is? what it is, not very clear. Oh, music. I think I know what happened to you. Makes it. What do you think happened? Remember a couple days ago when you told me you texted me, you said, "Dude, I just sneezed so hard, I fell on the ground and hit my head." 
and then my nose started bleeding. I think that was when it happened and it clicked and started. That never it. happened, and if you could not joke about that, because that's how I got my seizure. So, just really messed up. So it did happen, just many years ago. Yeah, but that wouldn't explain getting hot a week ago. Like you it's said. delayed, delayed reaction. But it's just really messed up. You'd bring that up, uh, Jimmy. If you've been listening, um, well, a we thank you. Uh, thank, B, you're thanking me for listening to you. I gave the bet of the day earlier. Yeah, Warriors. Jimmy, Houston is favored by seven. Why? Dude, I'm telling. <laughs> so. so I, I think it's funny because you and I live in this world where you, you've you seen a lot of sports and you're, you're kind of watching it from a distance where the Warriors are going to be the Warriors until they lose. Like, that's just a fact. Yeah. Um, slash until next season um, when they lose, like, a couple of their core pieces. Um, they are still the Warriors. Kevin Durant is out. He's awesome. He might be the best basketball player in the world. Golden State plays differently when it's Steph and Clay. They basically get to play a video game out there. And guess what? They're usually really good at it. Um, you're a hard in a way, a hard and bad day at the office from this being Warriors like easy. I mean, you just take the seven points and you say, oh, okay. I like that it's such a big number. Yeah. It's seven and a half? Seven. Okay. Um,. Now, does it worry you that the one bet that you've lost in this stretch was when you bet the Warriors? Houston Golden State. Um, yeah, but uh, there was a couple plays there that could have been the difference, and they still had the shot to cover. So, I mean, it, it was what it was, and, I mean, eventually the gods have to keep me in check a little bit. Um, Are you worried that your NBA record right now is 19-19? and 19, And... It's you've always had trouble getting over the edge when you know the edge is there. No, I'd say my biggest fear, Jim, is, is that that skunk. N- oh no, I take care of that skunk. Actually, no, I'm still scared of it, but that's why I moved. But, um, Jimmy, my biggest fear is I get this bet right. I'm 20 and 19, and then I don't think I can bet any more NBA games because I can't risk dropping to 500 or lower. Once I win this tonight, I can walk away and say, yeah, I'm a, I'm a winning NBA gambler. I think that's almost... There's so many other sports going on right now, and there will be very few NBA series the rest of the way. I think if you get above 500, you don't make... I think you're right. You don't make another NBA bet. But I'm so m- hot with NBA. It's like I'm costing myself money by winning this game. Like, if I lose this, then I'm back to under 500. I have a chance. I'm, I'm going to win two more games after that to get above. You know what I'm saying? I think once you're above 500, you let that ride throughout the summer so that all summer. Right. Like, when there's, when there's no NBA games for you to bet on bet of the day, you can always every day say, man, I wish there's NBA. I'm over 500 with those. I'm just, I, that's going to happen. And then it's, it's, but it potentially ends this hot streak. You know what I'm saying? No, you just move the hot streak on to MLB. I got faith in you. I, you're an idiot. I got faith in faith. Who's faith? No, you don't, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. 
Anyways. Jakey, Jakey. No! Jakey is stupid. He's smart. Yes. I hit both. I hit both. It is spoken. Oh, we're gonna have to check the replay on that. I that all I heard was mistakey first. I hit both. We're gonna have to. We'll if you've tweeted us. I'll check the tape when I edit. I would check the tape. All I heard was the big mistakey there. This is fucked. Wow. All because I, all because I said anyway, and it reminded me of John Sterling, and it <laughs> made me laugh. And Got then emotional. My, <laughs> my fingers. My finger slipped. The sun will come out. Tanaka. Bet your bottom dollar with Tanaka. The sun will shine. Anyway, Tanaka. (laughs) All right. We're out of here, guys. Thank you for hanging out with us. Have a great weekend. We appreciate it. If you haven't subscribed on the podcast app to John Moore and Jake Radio, do that and leave a review. Some people have to review, Jake, when I... I said, just leave a fucking review already last right. week. And one guy left a five-star review and said, uh, here's your fucking review. And I actually really liked that. Hey, that's strong. It was nice. Another guy, you, wa- you really want this? Well, here you go. Another guy only gave us four stars because you say Crooklyn. Right. Well, that's, that's on him. I didn't think you said Crooklyn that much. I didn't say it a lot. Yeah. It was the name of a TV show, dude. Get over it. Don't 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 joke around with those five star reviews. Shit's currency for us. It's spin rate. Spin rate. Where's the uh, best song ever? See you guys. Enjoy your weekend. Jake, try to remember your Friday so we can judge it better next week. No way, brother. No way. Song